Hello, welcome to the Daily Scrub Podcast. This is Blair here in Melbourne and uh, it is spring here, so uh, delighted to be moving into the more warmer times of year. It's certainly my favourite part of the year when the days and nights get a little bit longer and there's kind of more to do, more to get out and about for. So uh, all heading in that direction. So wanted to have a little bit of a a wandering podcast today and I've just been contemplating the subconscious, our subconscious um, part of our mind and part of our body and all that it does because all the processes that are going on in the body that keep us alive, that help us do stuff, walk, talk, um, uh, move fingers, move toes, breathe, uh, open eyelids, close eyelids, everything is going on automatically um, and it's all working together in an incredible way. And so that's all thankfully happening without our input because if we had to remember all this stuff and work it like it was some kind of giant control room uh you need an army of people to to actually do it but uh that's the way it goes that's what we've uh, been the gift that we've been given and and i was just crossing two ideas together and i just wanted to share it with you may not make sense. It it's just my hypothesis. It, it could go anywhere. This podcast, so uh, stick around. So here's what I want to um, link up. So it's fairly well. It's fairly well understood that in in terms of our mind, that the the conscious part of the mind represents about five percent of the whole activity of the mind and the subconscious represents it for 95%. And in a lot of pictures, you might've seen them on Instagram and other places. It's like an iceberg. So, you know, the tip of the iceberg is, is the conscious and the, the giant ice block underneath is the, uh, subconscious. Now, if you read any, um, genetic type of material, um, and specifically around our DNA, there is this thing that we've got within our DNA called junk DNA. Now, for most of the time we've even heard of DNA, they haven't worked out what that part of the DNA actually does and what it's for. So because they couldn't find out what it does or what it's for, they call it junk but there's also a, a really well-established um, scientific concept that nothing in evolution is wasted. So therefore, if, if it's going to survive the evolution of... A, if a species is going to evolve, it's going to get rid of stuff it doesn't need and keep the stuff it does need. So it doesn't really make sense that that part of the DNA is effectively useless just because we don't know what it does doesn't mean it's not doing anything, right? And the other, and then so going back to the subconscious mind, we have very little 
understanding of how that all works. Very, very little understanding of how that all works. Um, we're just, even the greats like Freud and Jung and all these guys, you know, they're only going back like 60 years. Um, you know, we're still very much speculating on the symptoms of, of the activity of the subconscious mind and all the mindfulness stuff. And it's all a reflection of, of that. So it got me thinking like, what if, what if, the junk DNA and the the vastness of the subconscious mind had something in common. Like what if what if um this junk DNA which can't be identified is actually all of the things that we inherit from the past um, like our hair color, like our eye color, like our height, all that stuff that's easily verified. What if that junk DNA is actually representative of the construction, the construct of our subconscious? And so, because what it seems to me like a I'm not a super big expert on on the subconscious in terms of the psych the the how it um you know fully functions I guess from a scientific point of view but I've got a fair understanding of what it does and everything but it seems to me that Everything that we experience in our life, in our lifetime, is somehow, whether it's minor or major, is recorded in the, in the subconscious mind and therefore the body as well. Because humans, as we know, have evolved out of adaptation and we're great at adapting and to be able to adapt well you need to log what's working what's not working so you do more of what's working avoid what's not working so it seems to me that every input whether we know it or not is somehow getting assessed it goes in through the subconscious the subconscious will then interpret that in its own way and then it will create a response and that re response will be sent through the body and your behavior your your the feelings in your body your emotions your personality will all come out of that subconscious reaction um and this is what's so like people and what we do in the daily scrub and what you what we try and work through, like our limiting beliefs, our blocks all come through stuff that's been trapped in the subconscious that we can't get rid of and it and it blocks us from our happiest selves, our most biggest potential, our health. It it just it 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 hinders that that absolute potential. So what if this junk DNA had something to do with it? And what if this D this junk part of the DNA 
is actually what Jung called a collective unconscious. It's it's actually the um, it's almost like getting a download of history relevant to you and your entire ancestral experience passed into us and it's logged in the in the DNA and then it's drawn upon by the subconscious so what i'm kind of trying to say here i'll, I'll use another computer analogy it's like getting one of those really old computers that you used to have that had so many files on it and it was so slow and heavy and just chock full of stuff. Memory was out of, out of um, run out of memory. And then all of this stuff gets um, inputted into your DNA as potential reactions to things. And so when you uh, experience certain things in your life, then whatever that is for you, the emotion will kind of drill back into the programming and pull out everything that's got to do with uh, not only your experience that you're experiencing now, but the whole gamut of experiences that, you have evolved from. Um, are you still with me? Are you still listening? Um, hope so, as I kind of waffle away here. But I think that, I don't know, uh, this is, I, as I've said, this is speculation. But in any case, it makes sense to me that unlocking the subconscious and harnessing it in a way in some way is the key holds the key to being as happy as we can be and as healthy as we can be and everything else as successful we can be how much love we can receive and give and how great our relationships can be everything the subconscious is going to determine that. And if we've got blocks in any of those things, then those blocks are going to appear in our reality and we're just not going to get it. We can try and try and try and try and try in our physical reality, but we're not going to get there. We're not going to get there. So I might uh, look into this a little bit more. Let's see, doing a bit more research. I, I have studied genetics and epigenetics and read up on this quite a bit. Um, I'm going to go back and, and, and see what the latest science is on junk DNA and I'll, I'll report back in a later podcast. But to summarize, to wrap this one up, um, be really aware of your inputs be really aware of your surroundings and what is coming into your subconscious, what you're allowing as much as you can. Because everything we add has a bearing on what we get. And you want to be a little bit selfish in terms of prioritizing things that are going to make you happier and make you healthier.
because everything that's good will, will come out of those two things in your life. So just be really aware. And I've, I've talked about this in the podcast before, but um, I can't remember which episode it's in. We've done so many. So, um, yeah, so I just want to leave you with that. If it, if it gets you uh, curious about things, uh, feel free to Google junk DNA. Uh, feel free to Google the collective unconscious, which is a term that Carl Jung came up with because he realized that there were behaviors coming through people that weren't had 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 barely no association with their with their life their own life and their own life experiences so he determined that stuff must be coming from somewhere else not just an individual um you know the subconscious the power of subconscious and a really good movie if you're into kind of personal development stuff is uh, a Netflix doco called, uh, it's about Tony Robbins called I Am Not Your Guru. And Tony Robbins uh, very clearly states in that um, with his NLP training and everything like that says, you know, he went through a process of very deliberate reprogramming of his subconscious by extensive repetition for the things that he wanted his mind to uh, absorb and therefore um, for for his whole personality to change based on what he was inputting it. And you can see what he's done in his life and, the, and also the huge influences he's had on so many people around the world. So with that, uh, this could be a long podcast today. So if you're still listening, thank you so much. I appreciate you listening. No, it's not that bad. 15 minutes. And yeah, um, I will continue on this topic. I think it's interesting, um, but I will leave it for now. So again, thanks for listening and we'll catch up soon. Bye.